0: Welcome to Season 5 of Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. This podcast is part of Grow Me A Story, our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative, and inch by inch, row by row. We want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. My name is Carol Wollum
1: Roberts and I'm her husband Paul, as your creativity cultivators Carol and I have been bringing special guests to you since the beginning of 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living.
0: For the month of February here in 2024, you will get to meet a local artist and our good friend Cherie Tester. We enjoyed getting to know Cherie better ourselves in this interview, and we know you're going to enjoy learning about her creative journey.
1: Here is episode one. Of our interview with Cherie Tester.
0: Well, hello. We are so excited to have our friend Cherie Tester here. We worked with Cherie many, many years ago at the Sierra Silver Mine Tour. It's been a long time. It's been a long <laughs> time. Yeah. And yes, and then we've just remained friends over the years and yeah. she's kind of <coughs> developed into a local artist that uh, I see her beautiful things on Facebook a lot and and so we thought she would be a f- actually you have heard Cherie on one of our podcasts oh, I was say yeah. when we interviewed Cassie oh yeah <laughs> yes. Cassie she bopped Cassie. in that yeah. day yeah yes. you
2: didn't you didn't, you didn't. Oh yes. we, I, well, I left
1: it. I, yeah, left, I, I left just a little bit in there. It's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I like to have yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah,
0: So, so we are here to learn about Cherie. I'm sure we're going to learn a lot about her, like we do everybody—things we don't know—and and then talk to her about her creativity.
1: So, start off and tell us a little bit about where you're from, how long okay. you've been here in the Silver Valley. Okay. Um, and and some of this we end up saying. It, it, we will get to where we might say, look back at your childhood, elementary school, middle school, and what are some things that point to the creative person that you are today? So, anyway, there. That's, okay. So, that's a lot for you oh, to talk that, about. That
2: is a lot. Um, I'm originally from Yakima, Washington, okay. born and raised over there. Um, left there when I was 23, went mm-hmm. over to the West Side, lived there for a while, okay. met my Husband that I'm married to now, okay. 32 years, and um, been living in this area. He was born and raised here. Okay. He was born at Providence Hospital in Walls. Oh, really? He's 20 cool. years my senior. Huh. And uh, we when he retired from Ritzville, we lived in, you know, I got to tell you, every time I went by a lo- little town when I was younger, I'd go by and say, I don't want to live there. <laughs> Want to live there. I don't want to live there. I lived in every spot that I said I yeah, didn't want to live yeah. Ritzville was one of them because I lived up in the mountains, the trees, the water. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Sagebirk yeah. yeah. and Wheatland mm-hmm. and Flat. I and mean, it was just I obviously miserable. Mm-hmm. But I uh, lived there for 14 years and it was the best time of my life. Yeah. I absolutely enjoyed it. Well, the best people in yeah. the whole world. Yeah. Um, so then his office, he retired. And we inherited 11 and a half acres that his mother left us mm-hmm. and a home up the North Fork of the Coeur River. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we went back to his home, his, his childhood mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. And we've been there for 14 years now. Cool. 14 years. Moved up here in 2009, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Mm. I remember the first time he brought me up here to meet his parents. You know, twenty years his his younger. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I'm younger than him, and I'm just thinking, oh my god, what are his parents going to think? <laughs> of me, you know? And it was it was really cool, but I just thought I was a city girl, and I thought, Where in the Hell, a good one. <laughs> is he taking me out to the woods somewhere? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is out in the woods up there. And, it really head. is. And, it's, yes. and when I first came up here, I said, "Well, this is really. I don't know if I." Really, but now it's 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 beautiful. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's God's country. It know. is. Yes. I call it God's country. Yeah. So I'm very blessed mm-hmm. to be able to live up here with all the wildlife that I see. Yes. Yeah. Um, not the two, just two-legged ones, but uh, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, yeah, lots of four-legged ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That and so that kind of brings me up to where I'm at now, and mm. very and cool. uh, yeah, and uh, then the creativity is a whole nother world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if
1: you do think yeah. back,
2: first of all, maybe tell us, where do
1: you see yourself being creative? What do you do that, that's creative? Carol, I think of you as creative. but
2: <laughs> oh, What do I do that's creative? <laughs> back when I was working in retail, I've worked retail all my life, I always loved to do window displays, mm-hmm. merchandising. Mm-hmm. That's what I was really good at. Mm-hmm. I never saw it any further than that. Yeah. But uh, my creativity all started when I quit drinking. Mm. Mm. When I quit drinking, my whole mind opened up. Oh, Interesting. And, huh. uh, and And that's, you know, a person has to know when to help themselves. Yeah. And I knew at that point it was time for me to quit. Yeah. But I was in my so-called little bedroom turn studio, and I had a watch face, or an old watch that was just looking at me, and, and I'm enamored with faces. Mm. Faces are just... Mm. There's so much to read into them. Mm-hmm. And I looked at that, and I had a couple of pieces of metal, and I thought, hmm, those look like wings. So I put the watch in the middle, and then I put little wings on the side, and then I named it Still Time Flies. Because mm-hmm. all the watches I use, they're not running. Mm-hmm. So the Still Time, and then mm-hmm. the Time Flies. Mm-hmm. So that was my first piece that wow. I, I made, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I think Indy. Mm -hmm. is the one that bought that one.
0: Mm -hmm. I I was going to say, I think I remember. Yeah, and I think I
2: could have sold a lot more of those.
0: Are you starting or currently working on a creative project? but don't know what to do next? Do you need someone to talk to? Someone who will give you feedback and tools to get your creativity back on track? This is what Grow Me A Story is all about. Paul and Carol Willem roberts your creativity cultivators, will help you start, continue, or complete creative projects, big or small. Visit www.growmeastory.com to learn how Paul and Carol can help. Now, back to Dreams and Bones.
2: That's how it started. And, and I have a, a friend, a very dear friend, my best friend, who lives in Arizona. She was basically the one that really started my, mm. my imagination going. She asked me to go to a retreat. Minded, you know, just keep in mind that we were not really close friends, but I knew her through another friend. She had a brain aneurysm. Mm. She survived it. She called me. She wanted to get back into the art. She asked me if I wanted to go to a retreat, or yeah, it was a one-day retreat, Uh and I was nervous. I'm like, I've never done anything like this with all these people. I've never, so it was a new experience for me. Mm -hmm. And she took me up there, and we did it, and it was it was enlightening. I got to, I was able to meet a lot of wonderful people and learn a lot about not just everybody else but a lot about myself because the retreat was to you know explore your inner feelings and to show so yeah, it's it's just it all come about but as far as school I couldn't I couldn't do anything at school man Mm. I mean I I was terrible at art I just really oh yeah oh yeah I mean my mother my whole family they could draw they could my Mm. mother was a perfectionist Mm. and she could draw and those little miniatures. Incredible. Incredible. She could do anything. You you name it, she did, the rest of my family could draw. Not me. I would sit and I'd try to do something my mom would do and as hard as I tried doing it to make it look perfect it looked like somebody ran over it. (laughs) So it was just, it's, Mm -hmm. it was not in me. So I have to do abstract. Mm -hmm. I can't do realism. Mm -hmm. I only have to do, Mm -hmm. I can only do Abstract yeah. and even sometimes it's hard for me to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I think I've you know I've I was kind of the same way, you know. I felt like I couldn't draw, I couldn't do any arty, you know, that kind of stuff. And then one of my big changes was when I learned to do ceramics with Rachel Cruzman.
2: Oh, you do oh
0: and and it was like all of a sudden it w- it kind of opened up this whole world and and it's like, well, just because I can't draw that doesn't mean I'm not artistic. Right. You just have right. to find your right medium. Exactly. And, yeah. and you know, and that's what we kind of tell people. You know, we have one of our after-school kids who, um, he's very, very musically inclined. But he, when he was in kindergarten, he had a teacher who made him, he didn't do his coloring right and made him start over. And from then on, he's hated any kind of art. Well, we kind of gave him clay the other day and it's like, here, just, you know, sculpt something out of clay. <laughs> And at the end, I'm like, "Well, you kind of did enjoy that <laughs> you know? yeah. and, but it is it's like, I think you just gotta find the right thing, you know, you that do. really, because, yeah, I think there are people who just seem to born to know how to draw and do those kind of things mm-hmm. but but then there's so many other forms of art that there you are, can there are. express yourself in, um, yeah. yeah
2: i've and and you too. I mean, you've been artists from the get go. Mm-hmm. You're performing artists. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're, you know, mm-hmm. Paul and Carol. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody yeah. knows Paul and Carol, <laughs> Carol Roberts yeah. from Silver Valley yeah. and probably beyond. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I just know them as Paul Syringa. No, <laughs> yes, no, it, uh, no, it was Char- Char- Charlie Sarigo. Charlie Charlie yeah, yes. and you were Lucy Wallace. Lucy yeah. Wallace. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, those were fun days. Those, those were back days. in our... Yeah. Gosh darn it. Yeah.
0: What did we call that? Go Ghost Town Trolley. Ghost Town Ghost Trolley. Trolley. Yes, yeah. yeah Wallace about. has got
2: a lot of things to offer. Yes. Yes. yes they do. They really yes. do. Yeah. So yes.
1: Tell me about siblings. Tell me about who was in the home growing up then. Mom was an Oh, art,
2: okay. And mom um, was an artist and. No, mom was not an artist. Mom was an, uh, a stay-at-home mom. Okay. And Who did and art? We, well, she kind of did it. She did it more in her much later years. Okay. When she had time. Yeah. She was wow. bringing up six kids by herself. Okay. My my husband my husband my dad died when I was about six. Mm-hmm. So she was bringing up. Yeah. The kids. I mean, the oldest at home, I think, was probably twenty-one. Hmm. So he took on the father figure yeah. for a while, yeah. and then eventually, when I got older, I moved out, and mm-hmm. it wasn't until much, much, much later when my mother remarried and then moved out of the house, and mm-hmm. I was grown and married, and yeah. my mother was getting into that, mm-hmm. the beading and, and mm-hmm. the macrame, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Nice. so she did a lot of that, yeah. and, but I, she's always been gifted that way, mm-hmm. If could so like crazy, mm. yeah, but yeah. I think it's the generation.
1: Oh, yes, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's the generation, you know. Not everything was you couldn't go out and buy it, right? Right, you right. couldn't afford it, mm-hmm.
0: and it was cheaper to make it. It was, it's not necessarily that <laughs> way anymore, right. but yeah. 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 but you know, to make stuff, yeah, yeah. It
2: was, and I mean, it's just something that I think a lot, a lot of people. I would love to learn how to macrame. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's been, you know, all these things come back around. Yes. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I can't believe that came back, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mother but makes there it is. It's all back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, and were you the
0: youngest? Okay. I am the third youngest. Third
2: youngest. Okay. Yes. I lost two brothers mm. and my mother. And that's another thing, too. I lost my... Mother in two thousand so mm-hmm. and nine, so that's when we mm-hmm. moved up here. Okay, mm-hmm. my whole world changed. Yeah, you know, because mom and I were like the best best yeah. friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. and every Sunday I'd call her, mm-hmm. and so it was really a very <laughs> hard traumatic thing. And I think with that happening and moving, I started drinking more, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's what I did. I partied a lot. Yeah, yeah. and being up here, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yep. Up in Murray and Pritchard, right. you yes. know, right. that's what you do—you yeah. party, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I love a lot of my friends party, so mm-hmm. I go up there and do that. But yeah. when you start thinking about getting into harder mm-hmm. stuff other than beer and wine, mm-hmm. and you know, and and I was not liking who I was, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I finally just said, "That's it, I'm done." Mm-hmm. So I went cold turkey, and mm-hmm. and it's a hard thing to do, but anybody that can can. Get themselves off of that. Yeah. yeah. Stay, stay off of it Mm -hmm. because it's it's not good for you. It's just it's just a bad depressant. Mm -hmm. It just makes you feel yeah so much lower than you really. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain. And so
1: does you? Do you feel like your your creative outlet uh, just helps with that?
2: Helps. Yes, it does. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. does. It really does. You know, when I go out and I look at. Things I see them in such a different way than hmm. anybody else does. I've always, like with my merchandising, there was not always the equipment I needed for a, a display, mm-hmm. so I'd have to think outside the box. Mm-hmm. So I was, I think outside the box, and I color outside the lines, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's what brings that. That I guess is what brings me to where I'm at now. Mm-hmm.
0: For joining us for our conversations with people who live creative lives. Paul, any thoughts on today's episode?
1: Well, I enjoyed hearing from Cherie about, you know, she was so honest and open about the journey that led her to begin her art career. She's one of the people that really clearly started later in life, and it's kind of fun and exciting to think that people can have that kind of experience with their creativity.
0: Well, as we bring this episode to a close, we would like to thank you for listening to this program. Would you like to see what else we do at Gromia Story? Visit www.gromiastory.com to sign up for our monthly newsletter, read our weekly Fertile Ground blog post, find out what else we do at Gromia Story. You can also like our Gromia Story page on Facebook and our Gromia Story Garden on Instagram.
1: Join us next Friday for episode number two of our interview with Cherie Tester. And don't forget to subscribe to Dreams and Bones on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just search and subscribe to any of these apps on your phone and you will be notified each Friday when another episode of Dreams and Bones has been published.